You're watching The Sports Objective, the podcast for pirates. Wednesday night, people, and you know what that means. It means it's time for just another sports podcast here on the Sports Objective Podcasting Network. Joined, as always, by my co-host, the head coach from Northeast Academy in Alaska, North Carolina, Mr. Stevie Fly. Stevie, how you doing? Doing good, bud. How about you? Oh, like a booger just hanging in there. Um, <laughs> and, we, and we are joined tonight. By 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 a legend in not only in in Eastern North Carolina for pirate football, but also uh, up in uh, up in Massachusetts for those New England Patriots, Mr. Tony Collins. Tony, welcome in to the show. Thanks. I don't thanks know where I'm going. Thanks, thanks for having me. <laughs> we go through this every week. You get you almost made it the whole way through, Kyle. We yeah, I know my introduction skills are terrible. Every every week I screw it up. <laughs> Every week, it never either the, either the intro or the close. I screw it up somehow. So, but anyway, Tony, glad glad to have you with us. Um, you, you're always uh, you're always uh, full of wit, knowledge, and uh, very entertaining. So uh, we, we, I, we we expect nothing less out of you tonight. Uh, no, so we're gonna we're gonna start off um, if you don't mind. I, I've heard the story. I, you, some listeners maybe have too. If you have, if you if you have, you're gonna hear it again. If you haven't, you pull up a pull up a chair and enjoy it. So so uh, <laughs> t- tell us all how you uh, how you got to Greenville, North Carolina, from New York. Oh, wow. how, how did Pat die get you to be a pirate? How did Pat die get to me? I, I, you gotta go. I got you. Gotta go back to understand my story. Um, I'm from a family of 16, and uh, I've never been. I had never been on an airplane before. This is my senior year in high school, and um, uh, I had like three visits. A couple of visits was up in up in the state of New York with Syracuse and a couple of other schools. And my fourth visit was to the University of Florida. So. I get to fly for the very first time in my life, <laughs> and I'm very excited. <laughs> so uh, I get on the airplane, get down to Florida. I'm I'm more excited about the airplane than I than I am about the trip. But I get the, I get down there, man, and it's it's perfect. Uh, my high school colors are orange and blue. Florida's orange and blue. They gave me an offer. Back then, you signed a letter of intent, and I signed a letter of intent. So I'm going to the University of Florida, and that was my fourth visit. So your senior year, you get five official visits. And I had another visit, but I wasn't going to take it because, you know, I'm, my mind was made up. I'm going to the University of Florida. And uh, I get back home, uh, I think, on that Sunday. Uh, and Monday Monday afternoon or Monday, some sometime Monday, uh, ECU calls me. And uh, and it's Pat Dye. And he gets me on, he gets, I get on the phone with him and he asked me, uh, would I like to take a visit to East Carolina? And the first thing I said was, who? <laughs> East Carolina? <laughs> this is 1977 now. Yeah. So I, I, I've never heard of East Carolina before. And um, I said, my first question to him was, are you going to fly me now? And he said, yeah, we're going to fly you. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm coming. I get to get, <laughs> I get to get on the airplane for, you know, two, tw- twice, in, twice in a week. And so my 
the only thing I was going coming to East Carolina for was the visit. You know, I was I, the trips were a lot of fun, and, and of course I get to get on the airplane for the second time. And uh, I, uh, the 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 player that took me out was Ruffin McNeil. Ah, and we, had, and we had a fantastic time, man. And we became friends that 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 moment, and we kept being friends for uh, until till today. But uh, I uh. I, I go to Parker's, the Parker's right on Memorial. Um, and Pat died, and, and me, Ruff, and Pat died, and uh, I think it was another coach there. I'm not, can't, can't, I can't, I can't, I'm not sure. But anyway, Pat died goes to me. He says, he says, son, if you come here, you get an opportunity to play, and you get an opportunity to play in the NFL. And that's all he had to say to me because the coaches in Florida, he, they were thinking about. They said, "Well, we might redshirt you because we got we're full of running backs right now, so we might redshirt you." I, 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 that wasn't a problem, uh, but Pat Dye said, "I'm going to get the chance to play in the NFL." The coach at Florida didn't say that. So <laughs> I called home. I talked to my mom, and my dad, and my brothers. I said, "I don't think I want to go to." Florida anymore. I want to go to East Carolina. My father says, get back on the plane and come home. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> because they never heard of East Carolina either. Yeah, at that time, and no. So yeah. I, I I get home and I'm my mind is pretty much made up. I want to play for Pat Dye, man. For some man, he's uh I always talk to kids about your words have power. And his words had power uh with me and um uh, ma'am, I, I I want to go to East Carolina. My father says, I heard of North Carolina and I heard of South Carolina. But where in the hell is East Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't on the map. But we put East Carolina on the map, man. And uh, it's it's it, every the rest is history. You you mentioned Ruffin um, and being your, your host. So, you know, you get a hand in recruiting you, so to speak, in a way. Um, oh, yeah. We, we were talking about before the show um, about. Um, transfer portal and it just made me think um how well you know and he's still in coaching he's at nc state so he probably has a hand in it now but man i just gotta think ruffin mcneil would be able to work the transfer portal like like pretty damn good because he's such a likable guy kids always right. were able to relate to him how, i mean what would quick thoughts on that i mean how do you think ruffin and he I, you know I, he may be doing it at nc state you know I, and I know he's an assistant coach there but i just I, how do you think ruffin would work the transfer portal or how successful do you think he would be as a head coach working the transfer portal? I think he would be very successful. I mean, what what the, what the way the, that portal is now, kids are coming because they they want to come and play for a coach, or they they're coming to play uh, for an opportunity to play. Or money. Uh, a lot of times they're 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 you know they're where they are. They're not playing, and so uh, with the portal and having roughing, uh, you know, at this time at East Carolina, I, I just can't even imagine. The players that he can he can get. I mean, I, I I'm I'm wondering why Coach Houston is not uh, getting into that portal. I don't know how many uh, portal portal guys that that we got this year, but it's not many. Uh, it's, it's not enough. <laughs> we we are really lacking uh, uh, offensive line. Uh, we're lacking skilled players as far as way receiver. Uh, yeah, just just way behind the the the, the needle. Uh, this year and, and and it shows man you know you 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 can have the best coaches and uh, but you don't have any players man it's it's going to be hard to to win games no you're right and uh we, we've talked about that at nauseam um, that you know we got a couple of receivers out of the portal only one of them's playing so well a kid from colorado he's pretty good he's young 
Um, but besides that, we had the, the the receiver from Kansas who hadn't seen the field yet. He got mono back in August. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Um, I, you know, we 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 got you know I'm 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 guessing altogether, Tony. Um, and, and I wish and Bubba he he may uh, he's backstage producing. He may know the number, but I guess in total, I think offense defense from December and then post spring, I think maybe we got ten guys out of the portal. Yeah, it's not, sounds it's like not, a lot. It sounds like a lot, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. Not anymore. It's not. Not when we had the amount of turnover we had. So you know, you, you got to take more. So, so you come to East Carolina. Pat Dye gets you here. Um, you um, talk about you. Well, you, you went to you, first. You mentioned going to Parker's. What were your first impressions of Eastern North Carolina barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> When when they, when they said we're going to Parker's, when Ruffin Ruffin said we're gonna go to Parker's, and and I said what what's what's kind of restaurant? He says barbecue. So you know I'm from up north. I was thinking ribs. And so when you say barbecue, I'm thinking barbecue chicken, some ribs, yeah, uh, you know stuff like that. But you know they brought out that a shredded up meat. I've never seen it before. <laughs> they didn't give it to you like that. You know the best way to hand that to somebody who ain't never had it before. Give it to them on a sandwich. <laughs> I mean. I mean, it wasn't bad. I, I'm not gonna say it was bad. It was just different. <laughs> Do you still? Are you still not a big fan of it? I'm still not a big fan of the barbecue. <laughs> really? Why? Wow. I'm just not. I mean, I, I'll I'll eat it if if, if that's the dish for the night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, uh, I don't know if uh, uh, I, I have been to Parker's uh, other times, but only time I've gone to Parker's is when somebody has invited me. <laughs> <laughs> Parker's I, I've is never not said, a sponsor. I've never, is, I've never said in my life, honey, let's go to Parker's. <laughs> Parker's is not a sponsor on the sports objective, and now they probably never will be. Never will be. But I'm not knocking Parker's. Don't I, I, I like bees. You ever got you ever had bees barbecue? Yeah, I mean it, it's okay, man, but it's just not, you know. <laughs> he is not a fan of barbecue. Do you like you prefer brisket or ribs? I mean, if you're gonna do barbecue, you can choose any style. Would it be Memphis style? What would it be? It'd be Memphis style. Okay. Uh, yeah. I like that too, honestly. It, 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 don't 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 tell anybody's top secret, but that's actually my favorite too. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anybody. In a nice way. In a nice way, he is you, not you, a fan of barbecue. Hey, you, you guys no, think, I am. You guys, I am. Hey, hey, you guys think Parker's going to give you a sponsorship? No, no I don't think so. I don't think no, bar- we do. that's a done deal. Now. Bar- Parker's, Parker's. <laughs> there was a barbecue restaurant in Williamston um, called called Porky's. Yeah. He's done some sponsorship with us, but um, um, oh, don't don't let him say anything about that. Sponsors. <laughs> well, they ain't our sponsor now, but. Uh, <laughs> they have been in the past, but uh, no, I don't. I don't think Parkins is coming on now. But you know, I we'll get you. It'd be it would just be brilliant. You picture it now. Tony Collins should do a commercial for Parker's Bar. Oh, <laughs> it just it has been sitting there at the restaurant. Mmm, it's good. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Touchdown, Tony Collins approves. You know, just, yeah. All right, so so you weren't impressed with Parker, so thank God Pat Dye mentioned the NFL. Got a barbecue on the do it. <laughs> yeah, I would I would have come for the food. I'm 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 gonna be totally honest with you, man. If if Pat Dye would wouldn't have gave me that line, I, I would have went to I would have went to Florida. 
Just, you know, norm, normally I would say the girls, but Gainesville, Florida's got pretty good girls too. So yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, everything was perfect down there. I mean, it, it, it was it was nice. It was a nice visit here too. Uh, when when I came to East Carolina, man, everything was great except Parker's. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, the owners of Parker's right now sitting here watching this. <laughs> we we got to send this. We, we need to send this to them. We need to send this to them. Kind of that reverse psychology to get a sponsorship. Oh, they, they do, what can we do to win Tony over? Yeah, we're, okay, we're, well, talk, we're talking about him a lot, man. That's that's true. No, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Well, I, I've heard that before, Stevie. I'm on, you know, I kind of, I don't know, you know, th- there's some truth to that, but there is bad, there is bad publicity. Hey, so, hey, we I, got I, 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 I put, I put it to you this way: they're doing something right because they've been open since I, I, I don't know how early, how long they've been open, but. Uh, 1977 when I got here. Yeah, yeah, and that's not even the original. The original was yeah. in Wilson. Oh, really? But, yeah. We uh, we got a couple of comments. Kyle. Right. Justin Butts is out there. Said good evening. But Brad Williams said, and I think we talked a little bit about this off the air. If the Pirates win against SMU, will Tony jump in the Tar River? Which we had this discussion <laughs> a little bit before we went on the air. So if the Pirates win against SMU, are you going to jump in the Tar River? If the Pirates beat SMU on thir- on Thursday tomorrow, yeah. I would jump in the Tar River butt naked if, if the Pirates <laughs> beat beat uh, SMU. There you go. You we're, heard we're, it right we're, there, guys. We're still in Pirate Radio's gimmick. Um, that's, a, it, that's a guarantee. If the Pirates win tomorrow night, I'm jumping in the Tar River. Right, tar River. After, right after eating at Parker's Barbecue, he's going to jump <laughs> in the Tar River. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. He's gonna eat at Parker's and then make himself throw up <laughs> in the Tar River. <laughs> but, uh, oh wow! Uh, oh, no, hey, look, I like Parker's. Funny, man. But all right, so there you go. You got the guarantee. So that's that's how confident that Tony is that we are not. You got it, Brad. Right. You heard it right here. I just don't see it, man. I just don't I, see I don't. It. I mean, I'm hoping that I'm hoping I I'm hoping I will jump in, but I just don't see it. 12, I don't see it either. Twelve and a half point. Sessing you favored by 12 and a half now? Yeah. Uh, last I saw it was nine and a half. I don't nine know. Nine and a half. Okay. That's the last I saw. I haven't checked the line the last day, but uh, it, it went from seven and a half to 12 and a half, and then back down to nine and a half. Okay. Left, that's all. So it, it moved a lot at first. When it first came out at seven, it jumped to 12 and a half in a hurry. But I, um, no, I don't. I don't foresee us pulling the upset, but you know what? That's why they play the games. Who knows? Exactly. Turnovers happen, run some gadget plays. Who knows? Maybe that's we'll it. play another. Maybe we'll play a third quarterback. Who knows? Um, so, so you, you get here at seventy-seven, or that's when you take. So you come in fall seventy-seven. Um, mm-hmm. Talk talk about your first year here. Oh man, it was it was uh, it was you know me being from New York. You know the the guys gave me a lot of a lot of. I wasn't gonna say the the cuss word, but you, a lot you can. Of stuff. We're we're we're, we're, we're <laughs> there's no there's no FCC because here on these sports objective. You're, you're you're good. You can say it. They, yeah, they, they, they gave you a lot of shit. They got you. They, they, <laughs> they, they, they didn't think I was able to play. I'm I'm from New York, so they think I'm a New York boy. I'll, only person, only people come from New York can play basketball. So, but the one thing that I I didn't uh, I had to adjust to was that was the humidity, the heat. And oh, so uh, yeah. I remember the first the first practice. You know they they had been riding me first practice with pads because they had been riding me the whole time uh, doing conditioning and everything. But uh, uh, the first practice in full pads, man. Uh, and you know we had to run. And, and I'm gonna tell you, Pat died. We did a lot of running with Pat died. We were in shape. 
But uh, that first day, man, I, 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 I almost fell out. I really did. But I wow. wasn't going to let nobody see me almost fall out uh, because, you know, I didn't. <laughs> did they really restrict water back then or is that more of a myth? Uh, it's more of a myth. I, I, I think we, we had water breaks there, you know, so we didn't have the, we didn't have the, 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 the jugs that they have coming to you. We had, we had those big, this big little thing with all the different sprouts coming out of it. Uh, you know, you, and you, you, you can't, you have to go off the field to get water, right? Yeah. So, uh, only time you had a water break is when the coaches, uh, let you have a water break. You know, you just couldn't, uh, take a play. And, and then you know have water right there, so you know it, it wasn't it wasn't bad. You, no, nobody died, nobody fell out, so it, 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 it wasn't bad. But it, it was it was tough. I had to get used to that humidity. It only took me like maybe two or three days to to really get used to it. So it it wasn't too bad. Good thing you didn't go to Florida, so humidity's even worse down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and our, so all right, so you barbecue place. So what would you say, uh, Stevie? They don't have a Parker's in, in Florida either. No, I don't know what is Gainesville known for. I guess seafood. I would, I would think. Yeah. I would Florida seafood. Uh, all right. So, so um, would I have any stats here in front of me? Uh, how how did, how did you do your first year here? I mean, well, I don't. My, my my first year, we they had we had they had Willie Hawkins, um, Theodore Sutton, and Eddie uh, Eddie Hicks yep. were were, were, oh, the, wow. were the starters. Uh, we had a great, good backfield. Sam Harrell was in, uh, was there. Mike Hawkins was my roommate. He, he, we were on the team. I did, I didn't play a, a lot my my freshman year, but you know they, they they put me in the day, put me in the game a couple times when you know we had the league. Uh, but uh, I, 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 my thing was, I had to learn to block, and so. Uh, you know, when when I was in high school, I didn't have to block. I was just running the ball, and so at East Carolina, we ran the wishbone. Mm -hmm. And 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 the thing the thing is, uh, I thank God for 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 uh, Eddie Hicks because Eddie Eddie taught me how to block. Because <laughs> in the wishbone, if you didn't block for Pat Dye, you weren't gonna play. And so uh, I I missed a few blocks. Uh, you know, doing training camp and. You know, maybe miss a few blocks during the game. I get, I get in, and I, I had to learn to block. And uh, you know, Eddie Hicks would take me to the side uh, a few times, and you know, give me some pointers because uh, uh, being a, a blocking back in the wishbone, you you had to uh, make cut blocks, and, and you know, you cut that cut that guy in, in the wishbone is off and running. So I had to learn how to do that, and uh, I think I'm very thankful to my my good friend Eddie. May he may he rest in peace uh, um, for helping me. Uh, because I, I, without without him helping me, and Coach Die, he, you know, he was a stickler, man. You, you know, he's he's not gonna give anybody no 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 uh, type of uh, you know you know anything. You, if you don't if you don't do what you're supposed to do, you're you're not gonna play. If you don't block, you ain't gonna touch the ball. There it is. So I learned to block. <laughs> yeah, I got you. And in that wishbone offense, you got to. Um, yeah. So so next year, seventy eight. Um, Independence Bowl team, um, you, uh, you you contribute. Let me ask you something. I remember um, watching the – by the way, if anybody hadn't seen the 78 Independence Bowl, it is actually on YouTube, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, during that game, if I remember right, um, they called you AC. It was, was – yeah. So is that what you, that, that, when you that, were here? That, that, that was my name. My name was Anthony Collins. Right, Tony Anthony, yeah. Yeah, so they, they called me AC. They – 
and and that's that that was it, man. I, I was AC for at ECU, and uh, man, we, at the Independence Bowl, I, I think I scored twice. But Eddie uh, uh, Theodore Sutton had the big game. He, I think he, I think he got MVP uh, uh, that game because he had like a hundred and some yards rushing and maybe a touchdown. And, uh, uh, just had a, uh, Ed, I mean, uh, Theodore had a great game that 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 game. What do you uh, what what else stands to you about that '78 season uh, besides obviously the Independence Bowl? Anything you in particular jump out at you? I mean, it, it, I mean, you know, playing the the I think we played Carolina and maybe State. I'm not sure, but I, I can't. I, I'm almost positive it was Carolina, and uh, we played them, and instead of them going for the victory, they uh, they they kicked the field goal to tie it at the end. Uh, I, I remember that. I, I'm I'm almost positive it was, it was my sophomore year. It wasn't my sophomore year. It had to be my junior year uh, after playing North Carolina. And that was one of the things because you know back then, man, we hated North Carolina and we hated North Carolina State. And we still they, do. Yeah, we yeah, we still do. <laughs> and so I mean, they they just thought they were better than us, and they we never played them at home. We always had to go uh, uh, to their field. So um, it, it was just a, a a fact of just uh, seeing them. Not going for the victory and kicking the field goal to, to get the tie. I mean, we had a tie that year, I think it was. Yeah, I don't know. Was, was 78. That was 79. That was 79. 79. Okay. Carolina, 79. Carolina was ranked 15th in the nation at that time, too. Yep. And Pirates tied them. So, um, so, so, so we're talking about. So we go to 79 season. The Carolina game obviously stands out to you. Did Pat leave after 78 or did he leave after 79? He, le- he left after 79. Okay, yeah. so, so he was there at 79. No, wait a minute. Se- yeah, 79, he, he was there. That's that, that was my last yeah. year playing for him. Okay. So um, so, so um, you, you, you talked about the Carolina game. Um, uh, no bowling 79, but what's up? Any other games stand out to you during during that year? I mean, I, I, I remember games where, you know, we, we, we led the nation in rushing that year. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I had like a 7.6 yards of carry or something like that. Eddie had like six six yards to carry. Theodore had like maybe five yards to carry. Uh, man, we were we were we were ripping people. Man, they they couldn't they couldn't keep up with it. And we had Leander Green, who was a a killer with the wishbone. So we we had we had a great offense and uh, man, it was just fun playing uh, my junior year. And uh, man, it was it was heartbreaking um, uh, when I knew. That uh, Coach Dye was going to leave and um, go to Wyoming. So you, um, so seventy, so you played, so you played uh, one year for Ed Emery. Uh, My last year, nineteen eighty. What were yeah. your thoughts on uh, on Coach Emery? Man, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, I, I, it, and, and it's not. I'm Coach scared. You, I'm scared you can compare him to Parker's Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Parker's barbecues get more free commercials than tonight. And it was- <laughs> I know, man. You, you, they should, you, they should be y'all sponsor. But yeah. you know, when, when Pat died leaving, and I, I remember, I, and I still remember to this day when he brought me in the office and uh, told me that he was leaving, and I cried. I, I'm, I cried like a little baby, man, because he was the reason I came to East Carolina. Yeah. And so, uh, uh. And when when Ed Emery it, it, and it wasn't Ed Emery, if any coach would have came in there, I wasn't gonna like him. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but when Ed Emery came in, and every, Ed Ed was a big guy, man, and, and so his appearance right then, you know, Pat Dye would look like a football player, and you know, Ed Emery probably was a football player too, 
but he didn't look like a football player uh, as a head coach. And 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 it wasn't it was it wasn't really that it was I was upset because Pat Dye was that Pat Dye had left so I was I was uh and you know it, it's my senior year and so I, I I had I had to be a leader man and and I remember doing uh um winter conditioning um you know when he came in at, uh, after the season and we started winter conditioning and I was really upset I didn't uh, you know still still you know, thinking about coach died and when the conditioning started and, um, uh, he put, uh, Edmund kind of pulls me to the side and says, you know, I'm, I, you, you're my leader and I, and I need you. And, and when he said that, you know, I just, I, you know, I, I was, all I was thinking about was team and, you know, being a leader and, you know, we didn't have a great year. We had, we had, uh, lots of, lots of few players. We, uh, a quarter of offensive line wasn't, wasn't that great. Y'all should have hit the portal. Huh? Oh, hit the <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we should. I, I think we only won like four games that year. I'm, I'm not really sure. But uh, yeah, man, it, it was tough. But but Ed Emery, man, he's a great coach. He's a uh, he was a great he was a great person. And you know, after yeah. I left, you know, he did some things here at ECU and won some games and played. And and my my senior year, we started playing Florida State. We part we started playing University of Miami. Uh, yeah. A couple other uh, big schools. Uh, we had never played those schools before, and uh, and we, we 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 did okay. We they they didn't they didn't beat us like a drum. The only team that beat us like a drum was Florida State. Um, I, I remember that game. But uh, that that game that we I, I returned the opening kickoff like 105 yeah, yards. Yeah, and, and we're up seven to nothing, man. We and this is Florida State at at, at Florida State, and we're going wild. And uh, the final score was sixty-three to seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate games like that. Uh, I've uh, seen a few of them. Um, you, you start off hot, you think you're gonna do something, and yeah, yeah, so fun. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. Ed Ed, uh, Ed had a couple of good seasons after that. Eighty-two was the one of the seasons, and everybody remembers the eighty-three team. But um, yeah, so you you, you go into second round of the NFL draft. Um, you 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 go to the Patriots. And, um, Steve, you, you, you take it from here, my friend. Yeah. So the draft is n- back then nowhere near the spectacle it is today. No. But what, I mean, besides New England, what other, what other teams were you hearing from? Uh, the team that really kind of, kind of, they actually brought me in for, uh, 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 you know, a little tryout was the Redskins. Oh. And my agent was like, "Yeah, the Redskins—they're really interested in you. They—they they really want you." And they—and they said, uh, uh, "If you're available in the fourth or the fifth round, they're—they're going to take you in the fourth or the fifth round." And I'm like, "Yeah, it don't matter to me. I don't care where I go. I just want to get there." And uh, so I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to go to the Redskins in the fourth or the fifth round. <clears throat> of course, you know, I watched the whole entire draft. Uh, in my in my apartment, my senior year, I remember watching it on my black and white TV. <laughs> 12, I had a twelve inch black and white TV, man. I, I tell this story to kids, and it was like twelve inch black and white. Oh TV. yeah, I, I had one that? too. I had one. Yeah, too. that's what I had. My Atari on it. Exactly. That was that was what my we had one in in my me and my brother's bedroom. It was like maybe a twelve inch with the rabbit ears, and we put. Yep. Tenfold rabbit ears. Rabbit ears so. Oh man, I remember one time my rabbit ears broke, and we we were we were Tenfold when I was a small younger, we were real poor, and uh <laughs> and, and and I remember my mama taking on my dad. I don't know who the hell did it. I know I wouldn't have thought to do it. 
uh, you know, I was probably seven years old, taking a damn um, wire coat hanger. Yeah. And, and, and oh, rigging oh, it yeah. up as the antenna. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. But, uh, no, but the, the but the thing was, I, my, my TV, uh, the, the knob had broken, and I had to turn it with the pliers. Oh, oh I did that. Look, look, let me tell you this now. We didn't. We didn't have no such thing as cable around here, this little town I was in. So we had to go outside to the – and we didn't have one of the fancy little rotors that you could turn the stuff inside. Turn the antenna so manually. We, yeah, we had to go outside with a pipe wrench and turn the thing. And if you were home alone, you had to raise the window to, the, to where the TV was, turn the TV up loud enough so you could hear it. All right, it sounds like it's coming in clear then. That's funny. It was raining outside, or you were just out of luck. But yeah, <laughs> I've done all that. The white, the coat hanger, the aluminum foil. We've tried a little bit of everything to pick yeah, up. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, uh, so you get picked second round, and this is uh, didn't the Jets? I mean, they, not the Jets. Patriots just picked just picked a running back in the first round the year before. That was uh. <laughs> Vegas Ferguson. Vegas Ferguson. Yeah. And yeah, that is a name that, you know, I think you you pretty much took him over really quick, didn't you? Yeah, my my rookie season when uh, I got I got in, I was they actually they drafted me to return kicks cuz they had they had drafted Vegas uh the year before. They also had I don't know if you remember this guy Horse Ivy uh from Oklahoma. He was a second string running name. back. So, so they they had they had a, a good backfield, but they 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 drafted me to return kicks, and so uh, when I got to uh, New England, you know I'm a third string running back. I you know I've never been third string running back before, and I tell this story all the time to uh, you know to the young kids, is that in my mind uh, I'm thinking I'm the first string running back because you know that's how I, that's how I you know I, I, just how I was. Uh, I, I felt that I, I I was able to to compete with Vegas or and Horace and and all of them, man. I'm 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 there. My thing was I just had to learn the system and not make mistakes. Cause as a rookie, you you make mistakes in the backfield, or miss a block, man. They're not going to trust you. They're not going to put you back in there. So uh, during training camp, you know the guys were, uh, you know after after practice they would go down to the bar and then I wasn't drinking at all anyway, so I wasn't going to the bar. I stayed in my room. Look at the playbook, uh, you know, you know, just learning the playbook and making sure I don't make mistakes. And then um, doing doing the extra, I, I, you know, I'm making sure I'm ready whenever it's time for me to come in. I remember Steve Rogan, uh, you know, took kind of took me in, and he would he would actually stay uh, out uh, after practice for about 10, 15 minutes and, and throw routes to me, and and also uh, you know coming out of the backfield and and. And just, just you know, just being able to catch the ball because in East Carolina, I didn't catch the ball. We didn't. They didn't throw the throw the ball to us. I mean, we didn't throw the ball <laughs> hardly at all. Right. But uh, but I had I, not that I did wasn't able to catch. I just wanted to you know get it, that that perfection down to make sure I, I'm I'm an all around back. I, I already knew how to block. I knew how to run. But now I I got to make sure that I don't drop no passes. And you know I I just had a good rookie uh, a, a good rookie camp. And uh, the second week of training camp, Horace Ivory goes down and he twists his ankle or something. I can't remember. And then the last week of training camp, Vegas Ferguson gets hurt. So now I'm the only healthy running back to start the season against the Baltimore Colts. I think uh, I think I had like maybe 84 yards that game and a couple a few a few catches out of the backfield. And the rest was history. And I took Vegas's job. Uh, 
and uh, got rookie of the year that year. Yeah, you 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 end up with 873 yards rushing, seven touchdowns, and talking about the catches, 26 catches for 232 yards. Uh, talk a little bit. There's another local guy that that played with you from nearby Weld. What about Cedric Jones? How how was it playing with Cedric Jones? CJ, oh man, it it was man. CJ's a great guy. We're we're still friends today. I also played with Ron Wooten. Uh, from, yeah, uh, yes, from Kinston. So I mean, Ron and and CJ. Uh, I mean, uh, George Crump was on the team too. Uh, uh, may he rest in peace as well. Uh, so you know, I had I had some people that I knew on the team when George came there. That, that that's uh, my second year. Uh, but yeah, man, it, it, it was, it was, it was, it was special. It was like a dream come true to me to, to actually, and to be honest with you, when, when New England Pacers drafted me, I had no idea. I knew they were in New England, but I had no idea <laughs> where, what city they were in or That's, nothing. And then no they idea. took you and got some barbecue. And then the <laughs> barbecue came to New England. Uh, <laughs> They, they got you some clam. I don't know what are they? The clam chowder. I don't know. We, 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 clam chowder. That's it. Yeah. So, who who do you? Who, which team do you consider that you, was your biggest rival back then? And then you know you had the AFC East was it was different back then because you had uh, what was it the Jets, uh, the Dolphins. Dolphins, the Bills, and the you Colts. guys and the Colts. What what team did you consider to be your biggest rival back then? It was definitely Miami. We right. we would we would always beat them at home, and but we could never be uh, beat them down in Miami. And it, and you know we had a battle. And then Marino came in, and, and it was definitely a battle uh, uh, playing against those guys. And so it, it that became a, a big rivalry while while I was there, and we got the opportunity to you know uh, my uh, uh, our Super Bowl run. Yeah, we got we got the opportunity to, to play them in Miami for the AFC Championship game. Nobody thought nobody thought we were going to beat them. Nobody thought we were yeah. going to even uh, uh, make it to the playoffs. We slipped slipped in the playoffs, and all our all our games were uh, uh, away. We went played the Jets, yeah, but beat, right. beat them, and then went to the Raiders. Nobody thought we were going to beat the Raiders, and so uh, now we got Miami, and you know Chicago was a powerhouse, and she. Uh, Miami was the only team to beat Chicago that year uh, during the regular season. And so everybody thought it was going to be Chicago and Miami in the Super Bowl, but uh, everybody except us. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, I mean, were you on the team when Matt Millen punched the, the owner of the Patriots? That's, that's, that's the Raider game. Yeah, yeah that's, I thought that was the game. Yeah. Matt Millen uh, goes out and punches punch, the uh, punch, owner punch, of the Raiders. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Matt Miller was, said something to him, man. You know, he was celebrating. He's, I don't know what he said to Matt Millen, but he said the wrong thing. <laughs> and he punched the owner. Yeah. yeah. Right there what in the did, field, I mean, that's what the happened? Game. I mean, what were the repercussions? I, I don't think I forgot. I, I, forgot I, what I, I don't know. I don't know if there are any repercussions back then because you know it was yeah. just a it was just a quick little thing. That he, he, <laughs> I mean, he didn't he didn't hit him to. To not to knock him out or anything. No. It was, you know, but he he got a, he got a lick in. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, that's when you know that's when owners would actually come down there in the middle of all that. But yeah, yeah. It wasn't Robert yeah. Kraft. But yeah. anyway, um, one of your best games, and I don't know if you consider this your best game as a pro, but the '83 game against the Jets, 212 yards rushing uh, against the Sack Exchange. Um, Talk a little bit about that game. What was that? What you consider your best game as a pro? 
Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, you have one of those games, you know, you, you hear the basketball people talking about, basketball players talking about, you know, the rim looked like it was yeah, 12, in the zone. 12 inches. You know, and, and, and it was, man. It was just, I was just in the zone. Every t- it seemed like every time I got the ball, uh, I had oh, big gashing holes. And, you know, running behind one of the best linemen in, uh, in football was pretty easy, too, John Hanna. John Hanna. Yeah, so uh, – uh, yeah, it was fun, man, and, and, and you know th- that record is still standing today. So I don't yep. know if that's going to ever be broke. Um, and, and I'm glad you mentioned John Hanna, but you you talk talk about that '85 season, that run, getting getting past Miami, getting over that hump at Miami, and getting to the Super Bowl. How crazy was the atmosphere that week of the Super Bowl? Because oh, I know everybody was all the media was was talking about Jim McMahon and, and and all this stuff. But how crazy was it for you guys that week? At, wasn't that Louisiana? Yeah, down in New yeah. Orleans. Yeah, yeah New Orleans. Yeah, it, it, it was it was a great time. It's something that I'll, I'll never forget. Uh, you know, and um, <laughs> I'll never forget because we we uh, we stayed in the same hotel. Uh, I forget the hotel that the name of the hotel, but it had to be a big one. Um, right down, not too far from the the dome, and so the Bears stayed, the, and we all stayed in the same hotel. And so um, when when we, but we had curfew all during the week, and so we had to be in our rooms at eleven o'clock. This is all during the week, so we we were we'd be coming in, and the the, the Bears player w- will be going out. Going out. <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell is going on, man? <laughs> Yeah, yeah we, I, I've heard some stories about what the Bears did that week. Too. What was your curfew? Yeah, they, you, they, you guys, they, 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 they partied on us and they and they beat us and partied on us again. <laughs> I no no offense, but that was as a kid. You know, I was all about football, and I was all about the Super Bowl. Watching the Super Bowl, that game was probably the, one of the most boring games I've ever watched <laughs> in my life, especially a Super Bowl because I was like. Good Lord, are they going to ever let up on these guys? Of course, they, and, you know, Tony Eason, you know, your quarterback, and, and then they put, you know, and this, they put Steve Grogan in. And I'll tell you this, watching, you know, as a kid, I'm a Steelers fan. I have been since I was a kid. But watching Steve Grogan and I, on YouTube in the earlier days, Steve Grogan was a heck of a quarterback. Yeah, and, and the fact that they put him in to take the rest of that torture that that day, I I was like, gosh, no, you were doing this this cat wrong here, because he he got demolished on some of this, which Tony Easton well, did too. Well, 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 here's the thing, you know, uh, Tony Easton had got hurt early in that year, and uh, Steve Rogan had came in to and played maybe like six or seven games at the end of the season, and. Uh, and I mean, he he helped us get in the playoffs without right. without Steve. We, I mean, we wouldn't have even gotten the playoffs. Uh, but then Tony Eason got healthy uh, uh, during during the playoffs, so they they started Tony uh, doing the the Jets game. I I, I truly believe until this day, um, um, if we would have started Steve that that game, or if we would have started Steve throughout the playoffs. Um, and he started in, in, in that game. It, it, it would, I think it would have been. I, I'm not, I'm not going to say we would have beat them, right. but it would have. It would have been a better game because I'm going to be totally honest with you. And and, and I, I love Tony Eason, but that game he was he was scared shitless, man. It, yeah. I mean, I, tell me, tell me this now, and I don't know how much you can get into this. I know they were they were known as some trash talkers. How who was the biggest trash talker on the field for the Bears that day? Uh. 
Wilbur Marshall. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Wilbur Marshall talked. Uh, he talked the whole game, and uh, there's a few uh, uh, other guys. I I can't think of the uh, Richard Dent. There were uh, McMichaels. McMichaels actually. Uh, Mongo. Played, Mongo. But actually, played for for the Patriots. Uh, Later, yeah. Yeah, well, er, er, no, he actually he, paid for the Patriots before he went to. Uh, that's right, he sure went did. To, went to Chicago, and so I, I knew, I knew Steve, and, and but uh, yeah, man, it, they they beat us up pretty bad. Um, um, it, it 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 was it was tough. It was a tough game, and, you know. But you know, you you look at it, we we I, I think we we our Super Bowl was playing against the Dolphins, and man, yeah. be, beating them was was like a a. a, a Jump, getting over the hump, and you know, then you know the the Bears come out with the Super Bowl shuffle, and, and yeah. they're dancing, and and it, they had a great team, man. They had they had one of the best defenses. Um, I I think uh, I, don't, I haven't seen a defense that dominant uh, since then. You know, yeah. in the league, you know, you, there's a lot of there's been a lot of great defenses in in the league since then, but they had a they had a defense that 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 was. Uh, very good. Uh, you won't you won't hear this much out of me being a Steelers fan, but I honestly was pulling for uh, you, you guys got on that run. I was pulling for the Patriots that year. That was pre Belichick and Brady, so I could, <laughs> I, could, I could handle you guys back then pulling for you guys, that, especially with the ECU guy on the team. I remember as a kid, you know, go. I think it was you know because I was a car collector and going through the cars like I did and pulling up a Tony Collins. You know, okay, that's the ECU guy. And I think you and Tootie was it Tootie Tootie Robbins? Tootie Robbins, yeah. Yeah, I had I, they were the first two ECU cards I got, ECU yeah. the pros I got that I remember getting. But uh, you know, what about Raymond Berry as a coach? How how was he as a coach? I know he took over for Ron Meyer halfway through one year, but how was he as a coach? No question about it. He was he was the reason we uh, went to the Super Bowl. He taught us how to win, man. We. Uh, my 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 remember my rookie year with with uh, Ron Earhart, we were two and fourteen. Uh, it was terrible. You know, it was it was a good rookie year for me, personal as a as an individual. But man, losing fourteen games, man, it was it was just so frustrating. And you know, every game we you know we I mean, and, and, and the bad part about it was nobody killed us. We were in every game. But we would always always find a way to to lose the game at the end, and 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 when when Raymond came in, uh, replacing Coach Myers, man, the, the, you know he he came in already uh, with everybody's full of respect because you know he's a Hall of Famer, he's Raymond Barry. Uh, but not only that, the way he coached us, he 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 taught us how to win. Uh, he, he he the thing that was so crazy, we would all we would always have fumble drills. Everybody had to do a fumble drill. If you're a lineman, you got to do a fumble drill. If you're a, whoever, a quarterback, you got to learn how to get up, get on the fumble. Uh, that year, we led the uh, the league in, in turnovers because you know that he just taught differently and, and taught us how to win. And, and, and you know, without him, we wouldn't have never got to the Super Bowl. Definitely. Uh, and we've got a we've actually got a question coming in. Uh, uh, to want to know if you ever played uh, what you did in college, and I'm sure you did in the pros. Did you ever play against Lawrence Taylor? Oh yeah, man. Let me tell you, LT, my my, my sophomore. I think it was my yeah my sophomore year. Man, we were killing Lawrence Taylor at North Carolina. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, he he was not he was not that player until 
my uh, my junior year. My junior year, man, he was uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know what happened to him, but uh, he he was hard. He, we, we couldn't block him. I mean, he was all over the place, and uh, and so we came out the same year, '81, uh, as rookies, and you know he. Um, you know, Lawrence Taylor is Lawrence Taylor. He won the, the, the baddest linebackers to ever play the game. But uh, playing against him in college for two years, we, I played against him two years in college. But the very first year, man, that was like, Lawrence Taylor, he ain't, he ain't nobody. But his, but his junior year, man, he was he was a beast after that. All right. Uh, Tony, I was um, looking at your Wikipedia page. And uh, it was always a great place to go do research. Um <laughs> Never, never any mistakes on Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> so I, owner, uh, I, I just added part owner of Parker's Barbecue up there. On his <laughs> <own>. <laughs> there you go. That's great. You should edit this page and do that. Baby. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> but I noticed you, uh, you, I was looking at your, your arena football league stat. Well, first of all, talk about <laughs> you, you playing in the arena league. And then it was oh, something yeah. that stood out to me. <laughs> Did I? That was the early days of the arena league. Were players going both ways? Because you're credited with interceptions. Both ways, man. We we played both ways. I, I you know, I that was against my my first team and and was I think the Orlando Predators. I, I can't remember. The Miami Hooters is what it says. The Hooters. Yeah, but I, I played I played for the they they had an Orlando team. Yeah, they they did. I remember my first my first my first. Uh, time playing it was against Orlando. So so I'm from Sanford, Florida. And so my parents had moved down to Sanford. And um I was gonna coach. I was gonna coach. And so that that was that was I was gonna do. And, and you know I, I got up there I coached for I coached for one day. And you decided you were better than <laughs> everybody said, playing. I think I can still I think I can still play this in, in this league. <laughs> and I played I played I played three years in the, in that league. <laughs> Did you what was what was it like playing transitioning from traditional football I, to I the mean, arena it, game? It, it was actually it was a lot of fun to be honest with you. It was, it's a fun game. It's a fast game. You you score a lot of points. Uh, uh, short field is short. It, it yeah. was fun. I mean, it, it. I was I was at the end. Uh, my knees were, were getting bad, and but I, I mean, I think I played. You know, I played uh, one year with the Orlando Predators. I played one year with the Cincinnati Rockers, and I think I played another. My last year was with the Miami Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder who their sponsors were. And uh, yeah, and we, we we would always go. We 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 ate free at Hooters. <laughs> nice. Can't beat that. Oh man, that's uh, funny. I um okay so so you know. We, we, we talked about your career. We, we've talked about it. We, we touched on it a little bit this year's football team. But we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more as we start to wrap things up here. Um, you, you know, obviously we're struggling on offense. You, you, you've you kind of seen what we all have seen. Um, offensive line was um, not a lot of depth at receiver. Um, maybe um, could use some creativity with the offensive play calling. Um <laughs> What, what, who's did, our did, did offensive you, coordinator? Huh? I said, who's our offensive coordinator? I, I don't. <laughs> Donnie Kirkpatrick. Um, <laughs> by title, anyway. I um, I do. Do you? I mean, I, we talked before the show, but do you, do you think are the pieces there to turn it around this season, or do you think the season's kind of a wash? I, I, 
I'll tell you what, if if we pull off a victory uh, tomorrow night, then it can be turned around. But you know, that's I, I just don't I just don't see it. I, you know, I've been watching. I watched all the I watched all the games on TV that 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 we played this year, and um, yeah, it's it's we're struggling, man. I mean, I, you know, I I really thought that Garcia was gonna come in because I had you know I had watched him practice. Uh, I think it was last year uh, when when Holton was here. But I mean, the kid has size. I mean, he can run the ball. He can throw the ball. But I just don't know. Uh, he just hasn't connected. I don't know if he's had. He's connected with 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 the offensive coordinator. I don't, I don't know what it is. But he looks they, scared they, to me when he gets in the game. Yeah, I mean that that could be it too. I mean, I mean, this is his first time starting, but he's been here for what two, three years now yeah, since twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, man, he's been here for a minute. So I mean, I I, I don't I, at that part I don't understand him being scared. It's just I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm, I, I watch the games, man, and and. Um, I, you know, I don't have nothing against Donnie Kirkpatrick, and I and I, I've said this many, many times. You know, Donnie Kirkpatrick is a great person. He's a he's a good coach, but he, he's not a play caller. And you and you know and you and you, and, you, and I, I'm not knocking Donnie Kirkpatrick, um, but uh, we need help in that area. I mean, I'm gonna be totally honest with you. Last year, his play calling. I, I truly believe uh, cost us a lot of a, 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 a couple of games, uh, but it, but we had the talent last year to for him to get away with stuff because we had that talent. But this year we don't have the talent. We don't have we don't have we don't have Keenan. We don't have somebody that can uh, take a a, a, a a four yard run and turn it right. into a, a sixty yard run. We don't have that right now. You know, we we just don't have the the, the tight ends that we, that we had last year. We don't have the receivers that we had last year, and so it's it's going to be difficult. Uh, I, I'm I'm disappointed that we didn't do as well in the portal as uh, other teams did, and that's one of the things I think we have to take advantage of. Uh, the portal is here, and I think it's here to stay. Uh, I, the kids love being having the portal. I wish. You know, I, I, not that I would do anything with the portal when I was playing, but you know, back then, man, you know, you, if you if you want to go to another team, you had to set out a whole entire year, yeah, uh, before you were, were before you were able to play. So who who wants to sit out a whole whole year? Nobody yeah. wants to do that. No, uh, the portal is what it is. You know, like I, I hate it, um, but I never played the game. Um, I, but the bottom line is, it's here. Um, you, you, you're going to lose some players to it, but you also got to take advantage of it. East Carolina is in a position where, you know, if you have a standout player, you may lose them to an SEC or an ACC or a Big 12 school. But at the same time, there's a lot of players sent to those SEC, ACC, and Big 12 schools that won't play in time. So you may lose one star player, but you may grab five players that are sitting on the bench at those schools that are just as talented as that one star player you lost if you know how to work the portal. Yeah, but I, I think I think too, you know, being being East Carolina, if 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 you're if you're um if you're playing at East Carolina and you're getting in, I mean, most people don't want to go if you're playing. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, no. Most players leave because they're not playing. Right. They we lost play. a couple of guys in the portal that, that would be starting this year on the O-line. Because because the reason that they left, and, 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 and it's, and, and it's got to be the coaches. I mean, nah, I was why, NIL. Why, why would you leave? Why would you leave? You're starting at, at a Division One school. 
what the opportunity and 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 most of these guys and i'm pretty sure they're just like we were back then their goal is to make it to the nfl right. if, if, whether they say it or not they they all of them want to play in the nfl because they've been playing football all their lives so why would you want to go to another team that you may not start at then and then you know stay in east carolina so i i think i think that 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 part is more of leaving why would you leave east carolina the only reason you would leave east carolina was you know you didn't like the coaching staff or you didn't like something about east carolina for you to go to another place and maybe not play you know nil so, money yeah yeah that's it you know uh, I, yeah i wish they had the nil when i was playing too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think you know that's something that the, the fans need to uh we need to step up on and make sure that the funds are there as much as possible for uh, for, for NIL um, to help the coaching staff, you know, get, get those guys out of the portal. But, yeah, something's got to be done. I mean, it's, it's you know, you, you'd like to think there's always a chance SMU tomorrow night, or, uh, you know, who knows. Let me ask you this, you know, SMU's coming in here. We all know SMU's going to the ACC next year, the ACC. You know, back when Tony Collins played here, if Pat Dye was the head coach, and you had a school coming in here that was in your conference, let's say another school from the SOCON had got invited to the ACC, and they were coming to Greenville, and now they're going to the conference with North Carolina and North Carolina State, and you ain't, and, and, and they get the, and, and they're coming in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Y'all would be ready to kill their asses. Do you think we have that in us this year? I, I I don't think we got it, man. I, I just don't. Uh, you know, and and I and, and like I say, if we got if we're gonna turn the season around, we got to turn it around tomorrow, because you know pretty soon, uh, what this is gonna be our what sixth game or fifth game or whatever it is. I don't know. Sixth. Sixth game, man. You know we're halfway through the season, and uh, you 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 can't be one in five. That, that's, I mean, you just that just can't happen. Yeah, no, and Charlotte coming up after that, which is a game that the fan base, if you lose to Charlotte, <laughs> this fan base is going to, particularly you're one in five and you lose to Charlotte, this fan base, if you can't even beat Charlotte, and Charlotte's not a pushover, but they're not great either. They got just as many wins as we do, one. Right. So, you know, but they've been competitive in some games. But, you know, we, we've got – if we lose to Charlotte, uh, you know, our producer, Bubba Rosenbaum, lives in the Charlotte area, he won't be able to leave his house. And <laughs> so, you, 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 Bubba's got to be able to get to work and make a living. So, you know, for <laughs> – <laughs> so, Yeah, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know, Bubba. I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm worried about that. Yeah, the world, huh? I'm really I'm really worried about that. I'm telling you, it, it – these next two, if, 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 if not not that fired up motivations going into a football game, um, but SMU going to the ACC coming in our house, and then Charlotte after that. If these boys can't get up for these two games and, and at least lay it all on the line, then they don't need to be on the football field. Yeah, we, we, we if we if like I say if we we go uh, we lose we lose tomorrow night. Um, it's it's gonna it's gonna be uh, a tough year to um to to i mean it's just gonna be a tough year man it's it's almost gonna be like uh what's that what's that coach name who came in after rough came here uh scotty montgomery montgomery <laughs> <laughs> oh scotty <laughs> i tell you I, like i've told some people this this year 
our offense is as bad as Scotty Montgomery's defenses were. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. The Scotty Montgomery games got out of hand and the scores got so ugly because we couldn't play any defense. Yep. Right. The only reason this team looks better is because we're bad on offense, not on defense. Defense at least makes the score look look um competitive. But in all actuality, we haven't really truthfully, with the exception of the Rice game and three quarters of the Marshall game. You know, I heard Coach Houston say, well, we've been in every game. Well, yeah, we, we, we were in the Marshall game for three quarters, and we were in the Rice game. But we weren't in that Appalachian State game once the third quarter started. I don't care what the score was. No. So, well, Tony, um, you, you wrote a book a couple years ago. Um, it, it's out there on Amazon. Tell people where they can get your book um, and about your book. You can go to Amazon and, and get it. You can go to uh, my my uh, Facebook uh, app uh, and hit me, beam me up on hit me up on uh, my Facebook app or Instagram or, or Twitter or, or what else I got? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yeah, TikTok. It doesn't matter. Hit me up on that if you want an autographed copy. Uh, I can I'll, I'll hook you up. But if you if you go to Amazon, you won't get an autographed copy. And I think. The uh, the prices are even even a little steeper on, on Amazon. It may be like maybe four dollars more with with Amazon, but you don't you don't get an autograph. And you know, I wrote a book um, uh, to help people. Man, I had went through a a, a tough part of my life, uh, made some bad decisions uh, in the league, and uh, got addicted to uh, painkillers, then marijuana, then cocaine, and you know, it just got out of hand. And, uh, I'm here today by the grace of God and uh, my lovely wife, who I always say uh, saved my life. <laughs> what was the but, uh, of those three to, to get off of? Was it opioid pain? Was the painkillers opioids? I have no idea what the painkillers were, man. We we I mean the 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 trainers. I mean back then, you know, back then when we played, probably got, in back if, in the eighties. If, if you if you got knocked out in the game, you, you they give you the smelling yeah. sauce and you get back in the game. They, 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 well, yeah. we, we, it was it was it, it was real football back then. So I mean, and 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 the trainers, you know, you 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 got a, a bruise or you got a bump or you, I mean, you know, they they give you the painkillers right there. I have no idea what kind of painkillers they were, but they were addicting painkillers and they did yeah. the job. I mean. Uh, I had cracked ribs uh, the beginning of the season, and I, I made a choice uh, to play because you know I, I you know you remember I came in and I and when Vegas Ferguson got hurt and when Horace Ivory got hurt I took their job you know so when I got hurt the beginning of my uh, my my second year um, I, I mean I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna sit down I wasn't gonna let nobody take my job I I, I stayed in there so I made a choice to to. Um, take painkillers, and I would take painkillers. Well, I, actually, I would take shots, uh, the cortisone shots in my side, mm -hmm. because I had cracked ribs before the game, and I I'd take another another shot during halftime, uh, and at the end of the game, when when the cortisone wears off, I'm in I'm at, man, I'm in pain where I can't hardly even breathe, and forget about coughing or anything like that, and so I'm taking these painkillers, and I'm taking them every day now, and I I'm take I'm taking the painkillers to. To wake up and taking the painkillers to go to sleep, man, and it, it it got out of hand, and uh, it just led to one thing to another, and you know, like I said again, by the grace of God, you know, I'm here, I'm living, and I just want to help as many people as possible, so they don't have to go down that that same road. No, absolutely, and the reason I touched on the painkillers is the opioid addictions out of hand in America, yeah. really over the yeah. last ten years, oh, and, yeah. uh, and uh, you know, and the shame of it is now. 
doctors, you know, have quit prescribing painkillers so much. So it's harder for people to get them, which is good in a way. But now you got the same people switch to heroin. And now they, you know, half the time they can't even, not that heroin, not getting, the, not, not that getting pure good heroin's a good thing, but half the time <laughs> now you get a cup of fentanyl and, and, yeah. and, and, and you're just killing yourself. Um, I have yeah. a good friend. I, I won't get into the details, but she lost a loved one um, to, to, to that, to that, to that addiction. So if you haven't been touched by it, you, you know, somebody that has. Absolutely. And so um, that's a good thing. Yeah, even if you don't have any problems with that, it's still a good read. Um, and it, when is your book signing at Parker's again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for them to call me. Uh, uh, we got to arrange that. We got to get Tony Collins to book signing at Parker's. <laughs> but before before we let let uh, Mr. Collins go, we're going to Kyle. We're going to. I'm going to introduce something different into the. Uh, into this night I'm, i call this segment the two minute drill okay and what this is is a couple is is a few quick hitting questions for mr collins and, uh, and uh, you know okay no no wrong answers so let me know when you're ready we're gonna start the clock it's two I'm ready. Minutes, like a two minute two minute drill here I'm are ready. you ready i'm ready favorite food chicken favorite movie life Coke or Pepsi? He already told me Coke. Oh, God. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. <laughs> right, I know what. And this one might go that direction, too. Playing on turf or grass? Grass. Me, too. <laughs> We're about to call a timeout here in a minute. Get a spike ball or something here. Uh, pineapple on pizza. Do you like it? No. <laughs> oh, you gotta be sometimes. So it's gotta be in the mood for. It. If it's, it's like, on a food, you, if you had a pizza buffet, you know, if you, you if you're fat like me, you see that that Hawaiian pizza, man, you gotta grab a slice. I like I like pineapple juice, but I, yeah, I, I do I, that. Yeah, but I can't I can't eat a pineapple. I I, I don't like it. I love fresh I pineapple, love, man. A fresh pineapple. cut pineapple is delicious. I, my boy, if I eat a pineapple, it's got to be a little cold. It can't be on a hot pizza. That's that's just ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> La- lake or beach. Beach. Favorite sport to watch. Football. Oh, okay. Favorite music artist. Favorite music artist. Yeah. Oh man, Stevie Wonder. Guys, hey. what's favorite? What's favorite Stevie Wonder song? Oh man, so many. Uh, can't go wrong with a name like Stevie. Yeah, I, I can't. He's got so many, man. I just can't. Yeah. Oh, no. There was a lot of, of great Stevie Wonder songs before that. I'm finding that out now. As a kid, that was probably one of the first ones I remember him putting out. But then, you know, going back now, when you got it, isn't she laughing? Very superstitious. <laughs> I'll tell you this: once he has his book signed at Parker's, it's going to be a Kyle Barber concert at Parker's. There you go. That'll get him to come out. They'll come out in droves. Then. Oh All my right. God! Tough, toughest place to play as a pro or a college. Toughest place to play. Toughest place to play as a pro in college. Probably the toughest place to play in, in college was was uh, North Carolina State. Um, and the pros, um, man, going to Philly was was oh man, those fans are crazy. They're still crazy, man. They, yes. I think I think they might have got even crazier. Yeah, but Philly, 
Favorite NFL memory? Favorite NFL memory? Uh, I have two of them. The, our, our run to the Super Bowl and the, the game I, I rushed for 212 yards. Right. All right, last but not least, favorite ECU memory? Favorite ECU memory? Man, I, I, I got a lot of them. Um, I, I remember um, um, after we after we played in the uh, we played in the uh, Independence Bowl, and I got to meet I got to meet John Wayne. Oh wow! And that was Grand Marshal. Cool. Oh. That yeah. that was pretty. That was pretty cool. <laughs> How long did you get to talk? Did you just shake his hand? Did you have a conversation? Yeah, shake his hand, and, and then you know he. We, I I can't remember the the, the conversation, oh, but it was like it was like. It was like eight or nine of us, uh, you know, around him, and he was just talking. I can't remember what he said. Now I was just, I was just in awe. This is freaking John Wayne, man. Yeah. <laughs> so we, but I have to ask this one question before we go because Robert Diedrich's asking: When you had crack ribs back then, did you have flak jackets or did you just tape it up? It was a yeah. We had a. It was a jacket that I had to wear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go, Robert. All right. Anything well, else, Kyle? I, I got nothing else, Tony. It was great having you on again, and uh, you come on with us again sometime. And and uh, remember, everybody, if Tony, if, if we, if Tony Collins, if, if if East Carolina upsets SMU tomorrow night, Tony Collins, buck naked in the Tar River. Wait, with wait, a wait, 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 wait. I, I got to add something to it. Okay. If, right. they, if if East Carolina oh, wins tomorrow night, we we're all going to Parkers, and we're all going <laughs> to jump in the Tar River. All right, we'll do it. We'll do it. All right, we're all going to Parker's. We can do it together. All right, that works. Have a good meal at Parker's, and then we'll all jump in the Tar River. Uh, We'll hold you to it, Tony. Let's go, ECU. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Tony. Thank you. All right, guys. You guys take care. Yeah, you too. Ladies, touchdown, Tony Collins and Stevie. Uh, great, great. I told you, man, you can get him wound up. Oh, yeah. He's, he's fantastic. Yeah, right. I've been I've been looking forward to this ever since you said he had it on because, uh, you know, just hearing him on Pirate Radio some and, and, and seeing some of the, the stuff he's done, I've really been looking forward to talking to him. No, they somebody really missed out from a national media perspective having him at a desk. On, on game day for yeah. college football or NFL. Uh, he would have been great at that. Um, but anyway, so SMU tomorrow night. Um, you, know, you, you, you try to be optimistic. Hey, it's a blackout. It's Thursday night. It's a long way from Dallas to Greenville. Um, I got a feeling SMU is going to – they've lost two games to TCU and Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah. Uh, um, I got a feeling, you know, they're, they're in ACC country. Uh, the commissioner of the ACC will probably be there tomorrow night. Uh, they're probably going to be more interested in showing out yes. and blowing out than beating the Pirates. And sometimes that can get you in trouble. And um, that's kind of what I'm, I'm – that's my hope. That's my optimism for this game is that they're more interested in showing off and thinking it's a sure win and maybe we got some gadget plays up our sleeves. Um, we, I can guarantee you we got this one circled for multiple reasons. Oh, yeah. So you you never know. I, I I think we got a fighter's chance, uh, but sometimes you know, sometimes talent is just talent, and they have done a hell of a job in the portal. They are very talented. Um, can we find a way to beat them? You know, can we fake well, a punt, block a punt? Can we? Who, who knows? You know, I think we're going to have to beat them left-handed. You you also have to consider too. You you talked about them coming, maybe looking to come in here and show out, blow out. Uh, overlooking an opponent yep 
uh, it, it's happened several times over the years, and uh, this could be one of those games where you overlook an opponent. Thursday night. It, it has crowd. all the settings for a trap game. Yes, trap game. That's what I was getting to. Trap game right there for a team like the SMU. And, and, you know, including us, we're trying to be optimistic about it, but including us, there's a lot of people out there that don't – that most of the media is saying there's no way ECU is going to beat SMU. So, hopefully, hopefully the ECU players are hearing that and use that as what you call bulletin board material. Nobody's, nobody's believing in you. And you, the only ones believe it's you against the world. Yeah. So go out and show out your national TV on Thursday night. Blackout. Uh, Dowdy Ficklin will be, I'm sure, on a Thursday night primetime game. They'll be rocking it at, at Ficklin. Students, so, you know, they're expecting about 25,000. A lot of people can't make it there on a Thursday night. There's no extra motivation to do with the way we're playing. The students what, will be there and be yeah, loud. Yeah, the students are going to be loud. What better motivation do you need to be being on prime time against a team that nobody thinks you can beat, and you can go out there and, and you know look at look at the Pirates of the past beating Miami? Uh, All the, the motivation game. I need, Stevie, if it were me, it's just the fact that they're going to the ACC. Yeah, uh, being a team from Texas and your team in North Carolina, and they didn't even ask you to go into the ACC. This team got asked to go into ACC. No, it. it Everything I would take that per, and I and look, I have all over the years. I remember back when I was a kid, my granddad, rest in peace, used to you know, he followed ECU too. He said, you know, it makes no sense that they don't put that team to ACC. One of these days that ECU is going to show them what they're missing. And, you know, maybe this is the day too. I mean, they've done it several times oh, yeah. since then, but this will be another day they can show the ACC what they're missing. No, we, we, we have an opportunity. It's a great opportunity. Your question is, can we do it? And exactly. up, to this, up to this point in the season, uh, we haven't been able to. But you know what? Uh, Mike Houston or Donnie, one of the two, um, you know, this is this is a game that that can um, – I think it was Donnie that said it. This is a game that can make a lot of things right. If you win this one, you, you just beat a team that, you know, you're, you're, you're a heavy underdog to. You're a team that's going to the ACC a team that's one of the top, you know, front runners in the conference to win it. Um, you, you, you suddenly you're two and four um, you, and you got Charlotte on the clock and, you know, you're optimistic. If you lose this one, then you're, you're, you're just praying you don't lose to Charlotte. So I, it's, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it could be a, um, I tell you what, if we beat them tomorrow night, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a huge, you know, we're not a monumental upset, but for this team, it would be. It would be a huge oh, upset. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, hey, I was even thinking, you know, I, I, you always picture things. At least I do. I picture things in my head. And, um, you know, I, I picture last-second field goal. You kick it, and then the students running on the field. You know, we haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, just, just something to turn this season around. And um, You got to have a sport. Yeah, in that Charlotte game next week is so key. Nobody wants to lose that game, and you 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 would really rather much rather go into it with the mindset, all right, we're turning this thing around, we're playing good football, versus oh my God, what if we lose to Charlotte? So yeah, um, this would definitely be a game to get your confidence back with uh, if you can make a good showing against SMU. 
Yeah, no, you want to win it, but even even if we play well, even, lose, even if you play well, I mean, yeah. just, just you know, yeah, winning, not in the winning would be great. But, but, me, I would yeah. love to see them win, but I would really, really love to see them play a really good game against SMU and say, and, and walk out and say, hey, they had SMU on the ropes. It wasn't, you know, this is a much better team than what I saw against Rice. Exactly. Then you build upon that and, and so on. Yeah. You know, I, Stevie, um, you mentioned doing the top five. I did not get a chance to write my top five. I didn't five. either, bud. Well, well, well there's no top five week. tonight. Sorry, but guys. Right, I've been waiting for it, but uh, we'll do top five barbecue places next week. That's what I was about to say. We do top five barbecue places. <laughs> uh, I, uh, you know, I, I can do that right now, but um. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, that's easy for me. We'll, we'll get back up with our top five next week. Uh, uh, just to say, this is the last week of football season for me. So uh, we'll finish. We finish up. Uh, we finish up Friday night at Bethel Academy in Kinston. So, are you gonna be in K Town uh, Friday night? Do what? Do you gonna be in K Town Friday? Oh night? yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll be there for a little. I, you know, I, I I would uh I would go check y'all out. Um, living in Lake Grange, but I'm going to be up in the high country. Yeah. Uh, we're heading out Friday morning, uh, to go to Boone for the weekend. For my birthday's Friday, and uh, uh your birthday's Friday. Mine's Monday. So yeah. Yeah. Well, happy early birthday. Big five o. I hit the big five o next Monday. Well, you go nifty, nifty Stevie's fifty. I'm sure you had. Yeah, heard that I'm sure but, I'll have. I, I can't imagine that will ever be said on Facebook or social media. Whenever no, I can't, you, you know, nifty, yeah. nifty. Stevie's turn fifty. Yeah, well, you know I, what? It beats the alternative. Exactly. I'm glad to get there, bud, and I know you are glad to see another year too. Forty-three, and uh, you know, it's uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I, did that we do a show? Yeah, we. I already talked about all my results last week. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I won't go into that again, but yeah, I'll be. I'll be uh, I'll be 43 and uh, going to be uh, up in the high country. I always try to go up to uh, Boone, Blowing Rock, Banner Elk, that area around my birthday. I love the fall color up there. I am a, I am a complete, I am a complete middle-aged woman when it comes to leaves. <laughs> I, I, I geek out over fall color so much, man. You've never, I, I, I it, it is, it is, I can't explain it to people how much I love it. To me, it's like the mountains, the Blue Ridge Mountains, when the leaves are changing, it's right. like it's not real. It's well, like it's it's like it's it's almost like you're in a painting. There's a there's a picture that somebody put, took. They put out. I think they put out every year about this time. App State's baseball study. Yes. See, great minds think alike. Yep. And I mean, it is just uh, the most beautiful thing. I can I can see wh- why you do. It. I don't go that far with it, but that is you know something about the change of the colors this time of year. It, it is pretty beautiful. Dude, if you've never been up there during October, you need, you need to do it sometime. It's uh yeah, it's gorgeous. Just love it up there. Um, not, not promoting app state. They can, they can suck it, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 I do. Hey, let me tell you guys that another thing. And then we'll wrap this thing up. When you walk around downtown Boone, it is App State everywhere. There, you yeah. walk. They have App State stores just you just in the middle of downtown. It, you know, I, Greenville is very East Carolina centric downtown, but I, I do think App maybe does it at least on the retail side a little bit better than we do. Um, I wish I could tell you there is actually a uh, a friend of mine that runs a bar in in Boone. And it's, let's see, Town Tavern, he's in Blowing Rock, Town Tavern. 
Town Tavern Blowing Rocks. Is, it, is it a bar and restaurant? Yes. It's where Luke Combs got his start at. Is it Luke, actually, I don't know if you remember, it was one of the award shows last year Luke Combs performed at. Uh, the guy that you know owns this place that gave Luke Combs his first job introduced him. Luke Combs got okay. him down there to introduce him. My, my daughter and my wife went down last year and talked to him. And uh, he actually he actually graduated from the same school I did from Northeast Academy. Now, I want to give him a free uh, free shout out there, Justin Davis. So check out uh, if you're down there, Kyle. Check out Town Tavern Blowing and Blowing Rock. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I ate at a bar and restaurant in down in Blowing Rock. Uh, it's not in downtown. It's like out on the highway. Um, I, I can't. I have never. I've never been in there. It's got outside dining. Um, right. I, I can't remember. I'll look it up and see if it's the same place. Or yeah, not. if you go by there, ask for ask for Justin and tell him that uh, tell him you know me and uh, yeah, I'll tell probably, him you said I would eat for free. He'll probably kick you right out of the bar for that. Yeah, make sure you check him out if you can. But I think you you enjoyed. You probably already been there. It, it's, I'm, I'm gonna look it up and see. But uh, if not, I'll definitely check it out while we're up there. All right, Stevie. Uh, well, tomorrow night is ECU SMU. Um, We'll, 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 I'm assuming we'll, we'll return back to our normal schedule on Sunday, right? And have the uh, the the pirate playback, and uh, hopefully we'll be we'll be taking your calls, um, and uh, it'll be a few days after the game, obviously. So, you know, we'll uh, we'll if we want it, we'll still be reveling in it. If not, we'll be ready <laughs> to move on to Charlotte. But um, by that point, but yeah. anyway, all right. So for Stevie Fly. Bubba producing, and of course, the legendary touchdown Tony Collins. I'm Kyle Barber. You have been watching and listening to just another sports podcast on the Sports Objective Podcasting Network. Good night, everybody, and go Pirates. See ya. Thank you.